Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. So let me get this straight. If I tell you all that I have coronavirus, will you leave me alone? That's what that was so funny. That's my thought exactly. Well, I was talking to a woman the other day, and she uh, was wearing, she was traveling somewhere, and she was wearing a mask. She said, I got my mask. I'm ready to go. I go, Are, do you feel like the mask is really, do you feel like the mask is something that you really need? And she said, well, I actually am a double lung tra- uh, transplant recipient. So I already need to protect my lungs and my breathing from any kind of virus, from any kind of germ, not just the coronavirus. So, yes, when I travel, whenever I go out in a group of people, I wear a mask because, again, I have a very delicate respiratory system due to the double lung transplant. And I said, well, that makes perfect sense. And she goes, plus, whenever I wear a mask out in public, people leave me alone. (laughs) She goes, I sit on the plane. Nobody sits next to me. It's great. I can stretch out. I can do whatever. But that's the thing, because I always wondered. I thought. I thought that people wore masks because they were trying not to get sick. Like, if I didn't want to get your germs, I would put on a mask. But a lot of other people say you wear the mask because you don't want other people to get your germs, which I guess is more clinical. Like, for example, when you if you were traveling and you wore a mask, would it be because you wouldn't want to breathe in other people's germs? Or would you be wearing a mask so that you didn't breathe out other germs that other people could get? I would wear it. Strictly to not get sick. If I'm already right. sick, it's too late, so I just let everybody else get my germs. That's what that's oh. my thinking. That's what I thought people were wearing masks for. What do you what Hannah, what would you wear the mask so for? So I would wear the mask definitely so that I wouldn't get sick, but if I was sick I would still wear a mask so that other people would you know maybe not be getting sick from me? Right, because I was talking to a nurse too. I was talking well, to a lot of people. Would that make me sicker? Because I was just like breathing in my diseased. I don't air. think you can get sicker for you already have the disease. If you're okay. breathing in your own diseased air, I don't think you can make yourself sicker. Okay. Like if you sneeze into your own face, you're not gonna be like, damn it, now I'm gonna be sick for another three days. <laughs> Double sick. How do yeah. you sneeze into your own face? Oh, you don't want to know. You just you have to find like a fan <laughs> blowing around somewhere. Well, I'll you be like, like, sneeze right I'll, into the fan. <laughs> you walk up right to the AC and go, that's you. Oh God, that's horrible. Oh, I'm such. A <laughs> jerk i'm such a jerk now i'm gonna get myself sick no listen uh but i mean i was talking to a nurse and she's like no when you wear a mask it's to keep your germs from infecting other people and i go well that's why why would i do that at the airport like josh said just get them sick i mean it's their own fault for not wearing masks i always thought the mask was so that i don't breathe in illness but then she pointed out to me it's kind of pointless anyway because the ma- I mean, the mask isn't airtight on your face. It's That's not true. like it's not like the thirty-five dollar respirator I had to buy from Home Depot because all the cheap masks were gone. You you wear you that thing. You bought a thirty-five dollar. <laughs> I had to. I went to uh, I went to Home Depot. I needed a, a mask to go up in the attic because there's like dust and stuff. Asbestos. And uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't think it's asbestos. Oh well. My house isn't from nineteen forty-two. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but I went up there. You know, better safe than sorry. And I went to the Home Depot to get the masks. And usually they're like. I mean, it's like eight ninety nine for three, right? And you, they're disposable. That's that's a lot for three. I don't know how many. I don't know how. I don't think that's right. I don't you know. Think so? I think it's like eight ninety nine for three. Well, you can't Google it now because it's like ten thousand dollars for one. <laughs> mm. But what it's about like, just going to a hospital and just grabbing one off the wall? I mean, there's the Home Depot's two blocks from my house. The hospital is like nine. Oh, okay. Also, I don't want to steal from the hospital. Plus, I feel like if you steal a mask from a hospital now. That's like grand theft as opposed to just petty <laughs> larceny. And it doesn't matter. But they had respirators, so I got the respirator. If I might just wear the respirator out in public just to really make people. I mean, if you think about it this way. If people leave you alone, if they see you wearing just the regular disposable mask, imagine how much privacy you're going to get wearing a freaking respirator. <laughs> That's true. I actually kind of like the idea. They'll think you're straight from Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. Or like, how did your week go? Or like that we talked yesterday about this woman who's in Italy. She's fr- she's not from China, but she's Asian, and people just assumed she was from China, and they would they would flee. They wouldn't they would refuse her service. So she had a big sticker, one on her back and one on her front, and it said "Not from China." <laughs> and she, I swear to God, it was on the news. And she's like, "I have to wear this around because people automatically assume that I'm from China because you know the, the inherent racism that all the Democrats talk about." And so they stay away from me. And I thought to myself, "Man, I've got to get a." sticker that says i'm from china so the opposite <laughs> happens so nobody comes up to me 
and they all just leave me. How great would that be? I think it's a really smart idea. Here's the thing, though. Get to the front of the line at, at, at Disney World. Here's the thing, though. If you wear that respirator mask, people are going to think you're like that that goober of a guy that wears it while they're working out. Like People think I'm a goober of a guy anyway, so it doesn't really goober's matter. Goober's not the word I want to use, but we're on air. But, like, just, you know, like that jerk it's at the gym. those things to restrict your uh, air your capacity, yeah. right? So your lungs uh, get stronger. They're the worst. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't care. Do you know what we're talking about? It's as like, long so as you work out up in the mountains, your yeah. uh, the oxygen levels are lower. So supposedly you work out better, I guess. I don't know. You get better results. And so people are now wearing this mask that lessens the amount of air they take in. So they I'm going to be stronger. honest with you. Working out is not really my area of expertise. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so imagine you're eating chocolate. Like you're, okay, <laughs> you know, like, what do you crack open a beer? Yes, that I get. Uh, 855-765-1045. So that's a quick a quick question. If there's any experts out there, when you wear, you see all these people, they're freaking out about coronavirus. They're walking around with masks. They're going to the store. They're buying all the masks off the shelf. They're traveling with masks. They're not traveling with masks. They're sitting and they, they were now the Pope apparently is canceling masks because he needs a mask and he's kissing people and he doesn't want to get sick. It's just, it's it's crazy what's happening. And I'm, my question is, do you wear the mask to keep yourself from breathing in other people's germs or do you wear the mask to stop other people from getting whatever germs you may have? Is it? I mean, or is it both? Like, do you do it for both reasons and that's one of the ways to stop the spread of coronavirus? So your nurse said that wearing the mask really does nothing because it's not airtight. Uh, Isn't yeah. that kind of what she said? Basically, yeah, it's not. I mean, for a prolonged period of time, you're still going to be breathing in air that's infected. Oh, I imagine like a bunch of little air follicles and some of them have the sickness in them. And yeah. so if the mask blocks those out, then right. you're, you're doing better than you would have if you're not wearing the mask. Well, it de- okay, well I'm sure like it's still better. It's just, I mean, you're still going to get it if you're going to get all it. Right, well, here's the here's the example she gave. Because, we, cause, you know, every now and then uh, we have our charity K's kids. And every now and then we'll give a gift to a kid who can't come here in the studio because they're just too sick. And I went one day a couple months ago. We were giving an iPad to a kid, and they were in the hospital. They had a very limited immune system. They were fighting all this bacteria, whatever. So before we could go in there, we had to get dressed in the gown. We had to put on the mask, and we had to wipe everything down. with Like, like you think I wiped down the studio here? It was no. We had, like, super alcohol swabs. We had to wipe down our phones, our cameras. We had to wipe down the actual iPad, balloons. Anything we brought in had to be sterile. And the reason was, like, and the mask was to protect them from getting whatever germs I might be bringing in. Is now, it because they have a compromised immune system? Yes, they, okay. that's exactly right. So that that I get, that I understand. If I go in there to give this kid an iPad and they're already sick, and then I breathe on them and they get sicker and they're fighting, that, that makes part that would make me feel horrible. And they want to protect the the patient. I get that. But then I'm thinking to myself. You know, and that's a different environment because they're constantly purifying the air. You know, you're in a hospital. They're 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 sterilizing everything 24 seven. If you go to like a plane or a movie theater, Ugh. right, you've just got a bunch of people in there. They're breathing. They're snotting. The air is just flying around. If Even if you have a mask on, I'm pretty sure that some of it. You know, you're breathing that air in. Well, especially a plane because it's like recycled air, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, they're moving around constantly. And also, something to worry about is if you're at the if you're at the movie theater, you can't eat the popcorn if you're wearing a mask. Why? Oh yeah, that's right. You gotta like slide <laughs> yeah, it under. You have to have some kind of like a mask with a hole in it. You could just have like a straw and liquefy the popcorn, put a little water. Put just it drink the butter. Just drink the butter. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> eight eight five five. And then you just have to worry about your high cholesterol and elevated triglyceride levels. You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about uh, coronavirus. Eight five. Five five seven six five one zero four five. Do you wear the mask to keep yourself from getting sick, or to keep other people from getting your germs? Both. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. We got some of your phone calls coming up here. It's the Marque Show on one zero four point five WOKV. Okay, so my name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. If you missed it yesterday, Donald Trump had a press conference about the coronavirus uh, where he announced that Mike Pence, Vice President Mike Pence, would be put in charge of stopping the coronavirus dead in its tracks. Oh, it's stopping the coronavirus. And also he had people from the CDC and the World Health Organization, everyone there. But I'll tell you what, Donald Trump, man, when he gives a press conference, it could be something about a deadly pandemic like coronavirus, and he still makes it fun. You have to always, you know, I do it a lot anyway, as you probably heard, wash your hands, stay clean. You don't have to necessarily grab every handrail unless you have to. You know, you do certain things that you do when you have the flu. I mean, view this the same as the flu. When somebody sneezes, I mean, I mean, I try and bail out as much as possible with the sneezing. I had a man come up to me a week ago. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And 
I said, how you doing? He said, fine, fine. He, he hugs me, kisses me. I said, are you well? He says, no. <laughs> he said, I have the worst fever and the worst flu. And he's hugging and kissing me. So I said, excuse me. I went there, I started washing my hands. my hands. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. And I saw so many people making fun of the president. I saw them all making fun of the president going, oh, Donald Trump thinks he's a doctor. He's but saying, wash your hands. And then like 20 minutes later, every single news organization was like, doctors suggest you wash your hands frequently and use hand sanitizer and blah, 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 blah. So uh, it, was, it was definitely, it was, it was fun though. Like, here's the thing. And it comes down to, um, you know, simple cleanliness, personal hygiene, anything that you can do, anything that you can do at all to make sure that you don't spread disease. And it could be wearing a mask. Now, again, I don't know if the masks are to keep other people healthy or to keep me from getting their diseases, but uh, it's definitely something, it's definitely something that you need to, you know, you need to think about. Uh, this is Danny in Mandarin. How you doing, Danny? What do you want to say about these masks? Danny, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You got me? Yeah, I got you. What's up, man? What do you want to say? All right. Uh, you were talking about the masks. I, I just flew back from Vegas three weeks ago. On oh, the way yeah. Out there, I think I got, I got sick, and I ended up having to go to urgent care. And the next day, I flew back, and I wore the mask, but I wore it so I wouldn't make other people sick. Okay. Because I, I was coughing pretty hard. But the worst part was is a flight where they had to center the plane. So everybody on that flight, I got on early, walked past me, and, boy, I got some funny looks. Oh, I bet, yeah. But, Sitting there hacking into a mask. on the leaving Vegas yeah. especially, too. Uh, which, you know, I'm shocked that you were sick on the plane because usually whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, I know. So. Okay, I wish it had, too. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Jason in Mississippi, how are you, Jason? Been all right. How are you, Mark? Hey, good. What do you wear these masks for? Do you wear it to protect yourself from germs or to keep your germs from uh, infecting other people? Uh, I think you wear it because you're stupid. Uh, <laughs> most viruses are like 20 nanometers, and all these masks do is uh they they don't they don't keep out viruses mm. that small even the masks that we use for biological and boot camp and everything like that they still let a little bit of air in yeah. and you have to have a really really expensive uh mask to to keep out these viruses i have a 35 dollar so respirator i bought from home depot home. so i'm hoping that works I'm hoping no, that works. the Home Depot one's not going to keep you all right. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Hey, thanks so much for calling. You know what the other issue is, too? Because let's say that you wear a mask on an airplane and people are coughing and hacking and there's germs and the germs get on the mask, right? And you're not breathing them in. You get off the airplane. What do you do? You grab the mask. You take it off. And all of a sudden, you're touching the mask that's got all these germs on it. Well, what if you just touched, like, the back? You know, like, the little elastic piece that goes around your ears? Yeah. What if you just touched that and then carefully placed it into the receptacle? I mean, I just feel <laughs> I just feel like unless you walk off the plane and get into one of those chemical showers like they have at Chernobyl, you're really not going to do anything. I you're think really you need not. a portable chemical shower then. I don't, but I mean, that's tough. You can't check those on the <laughs> airplane. Uh, 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Renee in Goshen, Indiana. Hi, Renee. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm fine. Oh, good. Well, I, actually, I'm coughing. I'm coughing. Oh, no. What? Come on. Let me put a mask on the phone here real quick. Well, okay. Uh, tell me, what, uh, what other than that, Renee, what do you want to say about these masks? Well, every doctor's office or medical facility I go into, yeah. as soon as you enter, they have a stand with a box of masks and some hand sanitizer and a sign that says, if you have a cough, please wear a mask. So they're using it to protect the other patients from getting what you have in your cough. Yeah. However, when my, when my health is delicate, sometimes I'll wear a mask to protect my lungs because I do have problems on an ongoing basis with coughing. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We're sorry to hear that, by the way. But I, and I think that's right. When you go to a medical facility, they want you to wear the mask to keep your germs to yourself. However, when you uh, are traveling, you wear a mask to keep from getting other people's germs. I think that's what it I think that's how it, it works out. 855-765-1045. This is Joe in Atlantic Beach. Hey, Joe, how are you? Good morning, Mark. I worked on a project in China for four years. Oh, sweet! The first time I, yeah, first time I landed there, uh, I noticed so many people in the airport, and even on my plane, wearing masks. I asked the guy to pick me up. I said, "Is there some kind of crazy bird flu or something I should be worried about?" He said, "No." He said, "This is just common courtesy. It's very common in China. If you have a cold or you are ill, you wear a mask to, you know, not pass it along to others or minimize that." 
Oh, really? Over the years I worked there, I saw it all the time, and I laughed. I said, this would never fly in the U.S. No way. People would not care enough about others to wear a mask and be inconvenienced. That's right. This is America. I've I've got a right. i got my God-given right to be sick. And if you don't like it, you wear the damn mask. Hey, thanks so, thanks so much for. Also, I thought wasn't there a smog issue in like Hong Kong or Asia? I thought a lot of people wore masks because of smog. That's what I thought too. Just yeah. the air quality is so poor there that yeah. maybe there is something just to worry about every day. Right, as opposed to here in the United States where our air is crystal it's clean, beautiful, <laughs> <It's> perfectly. <laughs> star Star one zero four five. If you're trying to get through, or eight five five seven six five one zero four five. You can leave us an open mic message. All right, we got a special guest coming in here in just a minute, and this is a guy who travels extensively. I'm gonna ask. Ask him if he's uh, if he started wearing a mask when he travels because he wears the helmet, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, he wears the helmet definitely, but that's because he drives a monster truck. Oh, he doesn't wear it all the time. I know. We'll get. We'll ask. He'll be here in a minute. All right. Ryan Anderson from Son of a Digger will be joining us on the Marque Show right after this. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Man, this coronavirus, it's everywhere. Was it too early in the morning and my coffee hadn't kicked in yet? Or did I hear that the Pope was going around kissing babies and hugging people? Well, I mean, the Pope always, he doesn't really go around. The people come to him and he kisses them and hugs the babies and stuff. But yeah, apparently he called off some kind of uh, some kind of event because now he's feeling under the weather. And you think about it. I mean, there are people whose job it is to hug and kiss people all the time. The Pope. Uh, prostitutes, you know, people like that. And so eventually you're going to have you're going to have this disease spread to those kinds of folks unless they take the necessary precautions. And I, guess, I mean, I guess you don't want if, if the pope's laying hands on you, he can't really wear rubber gloves. I don't know. I don't know if the Holy Spirit can it, can it penetrate through the rubber glove. I don't know if, if the rubber is like a conductor for the Holy Spirit. And if you get God's saving grace, if there's a rubber glove on the hand of the uh, of the uh, the chosen. I don't know. Well, again, I'll ask. I would. You know what? I'll text my priest and I'll ask him. 855-765-1045. Before we get to our guest, real quick, we have a couple more calls about the coronavirus and masks. Lorenza in Jacksonville. How are you, Lorenza? Yeah. All right. Oh, good. What do you want to say, sir? After the virus is all over, I'm going to have a cheap Halloween costume. I'm going to get a disposable gown and a mask and go as a coronavirus patient. That's very that's very funny. You know, and I don't know if it's time yet for because there's always that sensitivity factor after after how long, you know, can we start joking about it? Because I got my first coronavirus meme yesterday from one of my wife's friends. She texted me and it was a uh, it was like a, a personal ad from the paper. And it said man with coronavirus seeking woman with Lyme disease. And I thought, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't I'm not the barometer of when it's too soon. But I figure eh, my wife's friends are doing it. It must be time. Eric from Edgewater. How you doing, Eric? Hey, Mark, great show. My wife is one of those people that deals with this all, all the time. She yeah. works for Advent Health. She's a respiratory therapist. Okay. And uh, the virus is considered droplet, and the flu, it's droplet. And unless the mask is rated N95, it's pretty much worthless. The uh, Home Depot masks are for sawdust and sheetrock and things like that. Yeah. However, wearing a mask if you are sick, does help a little bit as far as it's, it slows the amount of exhaust coming out of your face. But if other people are sick, you wearing the mask is not going to be worth a damn because it is such a microscopic organism yeah. and it just dances its way right through the weave of any average mask. What? So if it's not N95, N95, forget about it. All right, well, thanks. For, that's great advice. What I was thinking, you know, whatever, whenever I travel on a plane, what I do is I just drink vodka. And if it's, you know, if it's like 95 proof, I feel like that just kills all the bacteria uh, in the plane and in my system. So uh, there you go. We'll get back to this in just a minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited to have, and I feel like we've had almost the entire family on, uh, but from, from uh, Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, appearing here this weekend in the Monster Jam series, we have the one, the only, driver of Son of a Digger, son of Dennis Anderson. Give it up for Ryan Anderson. Ryan, thank you for being here. Yeah, man. Thank Thanks for having me, for sure. You know, I just I, we were talking about the Pope and stuff. I imagine you're going to be shaking a lot of hands and taking a lot of pictures this weekend. Are you going to be wearing a mask at all, or no, man? No, I'm not. You're not. Mil- no, I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not worried about it, man. I, I'm I'm one with the people. Yeah. I am happy to be here with everybody from Jacksonville and. 
you know, if you yeah, if you're sick, it's yeah. you know, it's gonna happen. Look, but, I've, I've lived in Jacksonville 13 years. If you're out there amongst the people, coronavirus, that's not even the worst thing you could catch. So <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that right there. Do you have drivers though? That I mean, I guess there must be a lot of people who you you guys travel. Are you anybody wearing masks? Anyone yes. really taking it so seriously? Our uh, videographer yeah. for our tour that yeah. kind of videos all the behind the scenes stuff. He's a super germaphobe, and we have an absolute blast with that fact. <laughs> and uh, he as travels with a mask. Yeah. He's the type of guy. He takes a napkin to pick up his ketchup bottle. Oh yeah, all those things. So we have we absolutely have a blast with that. And there's also a couple drivers that are that way too. The Mohawk Warrior, yeah, monster truck, yeah, sure. Bryce Kenny, he's not on my tour. He's with my brother, but he is also a super germaphobe. And I would be, wow. I would bet money he probably travels with a mask on. That is amazing. I, I was just thinking, you know, you're a monster truck driver. You're flipping around. You're you you were just saying you have like five gallons of pure alcohol under your butt that could explode any time. You are just not scared of anything. Oh, except for the ketchup bottle. I got to pick that up with. <laughs> I got to yeah, pick that yeah. up with a napkin. That <laughs> is crazy. Well, listen, thanks so much for being here. We were talking earlier today too. And you are uh, you are the middle child, right? You're, there's four of you. There's you're four, the, yeah, four so you're the second oldest. Yes. And your older brother drives Gravedigger now because your your dad's kind of you know you're he's older but still wants to do it, but you don't trust him behind the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. He's almost sixty years old, but he yeah. drives like he's eighteen. So we made him yeah. quit. Made him quit. That's probably smart. And then you got your own rig. You got your own son of a digger truck, which is uh, doing pretty well this season. Yeah, man, I'm doing awesome so far. Uh, it's, it's not my first time here in Jacksonville, but yeah. it's been a couple years. So super excited to come back. And, yeah, it's, I wanted to do something a little bit different than Digger, but still part of the Digger team. So I created Son of a Digger, a little bit different color scheme, different body, different paint, all that cool stuff. But basically still part of the Digger team. I have a Grave Digger truck here with me as well. My yeah. best friend Morgan Kane's going to be driving it. So we oh, have, so you're driving against Grave Digger? Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, wow. I'm, I am competing against them, but yeah. honestly, like the best case scenario is that we both end up in the final round of racing. So then Got it's it. kind of a win-win for us. Oh, that is good. And then uh, at the end of the night for freestyle, which is, you know, my dad invented basically just because sure. he was just a madman. Sure. So uh, at the end of the night, that's our, that it's like, that's our competition. So yeah. we do our best to just own it. And yeah, we want to win. We want to gain all the points. We're in a big, actually a big points battle right now with our arch nemesis, Max D. So we are like gung-ho, but... We can't lose sight that our main goal is to make sure that each and every single one of you Gravedigger fans is getting the absolute most insane show that you've yeah. ever seen. I, we seriously drive the trucks as hard as we can. We push them beyond their limits until they just won't go anymore. Like yeah. I, I have no plan. I don't mean to crash, but it almost happens every time. Yeah. No, I mean, look, here's – and you were saying if you're not going to win, the best next th- or next best thing to do is really crash spectacularly. Yeah, yeah. Win or crash trying. I love it. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. That's a great motto. And we're going to put that on our next T-shirt. <laughs> uh, Brian Anderson from Son of a Digger. Now, you say Max D is your is – your, that's your arch nemesis. Why? Where does this uh, rivalry go back to? When did so, it start? Did he, like, call out your dad or something? Yeah, he, absolutely. So oh, the, what? The the originator of Max D, yeah. Tom Mintz, he's not on this tour. He still drives, but he was kind of a young buck that came in about at my dad's prime yeah. and really was a thorn in the side. Like, wow. the dude was good, honestly. I hate to say it. Yeah. But dude no, was good. No, that's the worst. I hate to admit yeah. that, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's just always been a thorn in my dad's side. He uh, So... Uh, he was actually the guy that was sponsored by Goldberg, oh. the wrestler. Oh, and yeah. Goldberg, which and now actually my dad and him are good friends, but he was a really good smack talker. Yeah. And my dad hated that. Yeah. So he would talk trash about <laughs> Gravedigger all the time. And then, you know, the, the driver, Tom, would kind of back it up. Well, then he evolved that into Max D. And it's just all and that rivalry never stopped. And then I was born into that rivalry. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I... First step foot in the monster truck, Tom Mintz hated me. He hated me. Max D hated me. <laughs> and, really the, and now, so the driver here, Neil Elliott of Max D, and, it, and I I will bet money on it, he is the better, he's the best Max D driver there is. Yeah. He's better than an original guy. Okay. So Neil is here, but me and Neil are actually kind of cool, but at the same time, it, we're just natural born enemies. You just want to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, right. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like Romeo and Juliet. It's just, you're just enemies because of the way you were born. Yep. Um, I know you're probably Romeo, though. I wouldn't call you. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> so if you're going out to Monster Jam and you see the uh, Max D driver, just, you know, if you're going to sneeze, I would just say maybe sneeze in his direction. Yep. Give Ryan all the help he can get. This is, and this is the, you said it's a big tournament. This is like your finals, right? Coming, you're coming on here, the final three races. Yeah, we, this is, the the uh, third from last race of our points chase, and I am actually 17 points behind 
Max D, which is an elite. I'm in second place. Gravedigger's right behind me by maybe Morgan is behind me by seven points, uh-huh. I think. So we're really close together. Me and Morgan are chasing down Max D. And me and Morgan both have had like some crazy, like just not good weekends. Yeah. Uh, and I've had a couple of those yeah, myself. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and the Max D guy has been super consistent this year and hasn't had many problems. Yeah. Things like that. So he's, it's kind of been smooth sailing for him. But now, we are coming with vengeance, and this is really a big turning point no. for us this weekend and the next two that we have to catch him. And if we you have to do if it. If you've never been to Monster Jam here in Jacksonville, I don't know, it, you are missing out. It is it is a spectacle to be seen. It's like nothing you've ever seen at TIAA Bank Field. The people are just so rowdy. They get so into it. The monster trucks are amazing. And whether you like trucks and dirt and loud noises and gas and, you know, drunken you know, people from the Palatka, whatever, if you like them <laughs> or not, this is something you should experience because it's just awesome. And uh, and Ryan's going to be out there this weekend. If you want tickets, monsterjam.com. Do we have another pair of tickets we can give away? We do? Oh, good. Yay. We have another pair of tickets we can give away. Caller number nine, star star 1045 or 855-765-1045. Ryan, thanks so much for being here, man. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt, man. Just like you're saying, I want to reiterate, man, there is no demographic for Monster Jam. You yeah. don't have to be anybody. All you have to be is somebody that wants to have a good time. You can bring your family. You can come with the boys. You can do whatever. There's all walks of life at Monster Jam, and not one of them are not having fun. Yeah, no, that is, that is, it's, uh, it's a lot like a Trump rally. 855-765-1045, which, by the way, there's one of those tonight. So you can go to South Carolina tonight, come back from Monster Jam on Saturday. It's the Mark Show. Quick break. More coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Somebody asked on our Facebook page if we have any cool radio effects. And I was like, that's really all we have. Our cool radio. We have, you know, this one and we got this one. Yeah, we got, what else do we have here? We have, uh, oh, this one we haven't used in a while because we haven't talked about Hillary Clinton. Oh, that's a jail stuff. <laughs> that's jail stuff. We need to, you know what? We need more, uh, we need more, we need more sound. We were just going through our sound effects the other day. The current discussion. Oh, wait, hold on. That's, not, that's really not it. And uh, we need to go through and make sure that we have that we are up to date on all of our sound. What? At one time we were doing something where I was writing a letter, so we had this one, which is weird because I don't write anything. I just text it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Ryan Anderson from Son of a Digger, big big time monster truck. Uh, I mean, his dad is Dennis Anderson. Really, basically invented the sport, and um, and he's uh, he's competing this weekend again. If you want tickets, go to Monster Jam. Dot com to get your tickets. This is Travis in Jacksonville who had more information about the coronavirus and masks. Hi, Travis. How are you? Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. What do you want to say, sir? So I, I'm not a doctor, but I, I do work in the in the healthcare industry. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm constantly in and out of doctors' offices. Okay. And while while you were having this conversation, I literally went into one and, and spoke to a doctor, and I asked him, you know, how how legit are these that you see you see people wearing? And uh, do they really do anything? Yeah. And he goes, well, the the uh, the viruses are obviously like that. Your previous caller said are, are super tiny and they would pass right through the mask. Right. But the mask is, is designed to catch the water vapors that come out of your mouth and your nose. That's what the bacteria and viruses travel in. Yeah. So it's the mask does a, a fairly decent job of catching those things, whether before they come into your mouth or okay. whether they're leaving your mouth. Got it. So they they serve a purpose. They're not perfect, but they they do do something. So they're they're it's not just a you know a a hopeless band aid that people wear. It, it does work. No, I appreciate that. And thanks for the call. So I guess and I guess more the, more and more when you think about it, the way it is shaped and the way that it seems like it would work is to trap the viruses from getting out of your mouth and infecting other people. So I uh, you know uh, my friend who had the double lung lung transplant was right. They said you know look, if you see somebody, if you see somebody that's hanging around at the at the uh, airport or the train station or the movie theater and they're wearing a mask, pick a seat several seats down from them. Because they may just be infected with something and they may be trying to keep you from getting it. 855-765-1045. This is Carol in Jacksonville. Hi, Carol. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you doing? Doing great. What do you want to say, Carol? Well, I just wanted to let you know, Mm. um, February 14th, two years ago, my husband had a double lung transplant at the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. He will have no immune system for the rest of his life. Oh, wow. Uh, Double lung transplant. Well, lung transplant people have no immune system. So he will be wearing a mask for the rest of his life. And I just want to let you know, um, every time you see someone with a mask, it's not because 
you know, they have a cold or they have some type of illness that they don't want to pass on. Uh, they may have something very serious like yeah. what he went through and, um, you know, has to protect protect themselves. No, that is that is a great point. And it almost, you know, when something like this happens, because, again, and, you know, Donald Trump will tell you, just wash your hands. It's a lot like the flu. Uh, you know, if you if there's more people die from the flu every single year than die from coronavirus. Uh, the flu is one of the deadliest disease. And it's weird. People are like the flu. I get the flu all the time. Well, number one, you know, maybe get a flu shot. Number two, uh, if you do get the flu, the odds of you dying from it are slim. However, if you have a compromised immune system or no immune system or if you're older or if you're super young, that's when you really need to pay attention. And that's when you really need, uh, you know, to be. And again, this is just common sense. Stuff. Like, I'm no doctor either. This is just common sense stuff that people tell you. And then even the president is you know, Donald Trump. Something is going, hey, guys, just wash your hands. You know, here's how you stop the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Oh, also, we should shut down the borders. Janet in New York. How are you, Janet? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing Love great. Oh, thank you. What do you want to say, Janet? Uh, I just want to say, I live in New York. My son goes to college upstate. He's uh, in his second year. And the whole college got reprimanded, and they are trying to figure out what they're going to do to them because they held coronavirus parties. Coronavirus. And I, think, <laughs> I think that's going a little overboard. And yeah. he's actually seen people walking around campus in the full hazmat suit and everything during yeah. the day. Are the, now, are they just joking around, too? Is that part of the party garb? Like, come dress yeah, in your... Yeah, joking around, but yeah. they, they said they were racist because, you know... They're not Asian. That is that is weird. That is weird. I mean, non-Asian people get the coronavirus too. Italians have it. Americans have it. So that's kind of a weird thing to say. I don't know how you how you reprimand a whole uh, uh, how you reprimand a whole college. And look, they're not the first ones. I mean, for the every time I heard someone say case of coronavirus, I wanted a beer. And I was like, man, somebody get me a beer because I want to be miles away from ordinary. So it's not it's not that much of a, a stretch that somebody would finally have a party to, um, you know, to well, whatever. I mean, on college campuses, you really you really have to watch what you do and say, because someone out there is going to get offended no matter what you do. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. This is Henry in Jacksonville. How are you, Henry? Great. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Real quick. Uh, what do you want to say, Henry? I just I think Democrats are going to have a less problem with the wall now and the, and the security down there with this coronavirus. Can you imagine being a guard down there and uh, having somebody come over and they're coughing and sneezing? Yeah. From Mexico. Nobody's going to listen. The Democrats, they're never going to want the wall because as long as Donald Trump wants the wall, they're not going to want it. The only way to get Democrats to fall in love with the wall is for Donald Trump to say walls are stupid. Walls are liberal. Walls are we don't need walls at all. Then, of course, the Democrats will be racing, racing to fund a border wall, probably in Canada, too. 855-765-1045. Let's take a quick break. We got some more of your phone calls coming up here about the coronavirus. And we have yet another special guest. That's on the way. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Oh, my God. I just heard the best news I've heard all day. All right, we'll get to that in just a minute. First, though, we got uh, what's up? It's the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, coming up, we have still what the bleep to get to. Uh, we have another very special guest. I'm doing something tonight, which I'm going to be I'm excited. It's like I'll be honest, it's, it's bittersweet because I was invited to be a celebrity participant at something very cool. But I just found out I'm not even the biggest celebrity all there. Right, you got out celebrity. All right. We'll get to that in just a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm still coming, but uh, I'm but I'm excited because the big celebrity who's out celebrating me, I'm a big fan of. Uh, first, though, Matt in Minnesota. How you doing, Matt? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Not too bad. How's Mark today down there in a warm, warm area? Yeah, warm. It's 44 degrees. It's not nearly as warm as you would think uh, being from Florida. But uh, I imagine in Minnesota, it's a lot colder today. Well, tell Josh you won't last one day in Minnesota winter. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. Uh, what's going on, man? What do you want to say about the coronavirus? Did you catch the, uh, on Fox News the Tucker Carlson when he threw up a question? If the coronavirus becomes a pandemic before um, election, like a month before, three months before, would that increase Bernie's odds with all this talk about free health care and free this and free that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw that. I, uh, you know, and I've heard a lot of people say this is just, you know, the, the reason the media is hyping the coronavirus and the reason the Democrats are hyping the coronavirus is because they want to kill the economy. And again, we just saw, got a breaking news alert from Fox News that the economy, that the uh, Dow Jones is plummeting again, 600 points. And they want to, you know, that's the one thing Donald Trump has been, has been saying. The economy's never been better. And it's true. And the Dow has never been higher. And that's true. And unemployment, this yeah. and that and the other. So maybe the Democrats are like, all right, if we stop attacking, Attacking Trump, let's figure out a way to bring down the economy. Oh, the coronavirus. Let's call it a pandemic when we really only have like 50 cases here in the United States, and we'll just watch the uh, we'll watch the economy uh, freefall, and that'll be great news for us because then we can attack Donald Trump on it. But you know, again, I think people, the average voter, understands that Donald Trump is nowhere in control of the the freefall of the economy due to the international um, aspects of the coronavirus. I mean, we can't control what happens in China, nor should we. We can't control what happens in Italy, nor should we. Um, so, yeah, no. I've, I've heard I don't think Bernie Sanders has a I don't think the coronavirus is going to help Bernie Sanders at all because there's free health care isn't going to help you with the coronavirus because there's no there's no cure right now. You just got to go home, stay in bed, rest up, drink your fluids, wash your hands, do all that stuff. Because right now this is this is one of the most misunderstood things we've seen since, I guess, whatever the last one was. Whereas, you know, this is a virus and people get viruses all the time. You get various strains of flu. You get this flu. You get that flu. Sometimes it's a 24 hour flu. Sometimes it lasts for two weeks. You know, every and every every year there's some new flu. This one this year, everyone, the doctors will tell you, man, this is a really bad flu this year. Well, it's different from the one last year. This one just has to, happens to be uh, getting all the attention. The coronavirus. I mean, they've got the better PR agent because they're getting all the PR. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Dale in Amelia Island. Dale, how are you? Hey, Mark, doing good, man. How's it going? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What did you want to say today, Dale? All right. So people are really freaking out about this thing, but if you look at the numbers, there's seven point five three billion on Earth. Eighty-two thousand confirmed cases of coronavirus. That's less than half of half of one percent of the total population of Earth. And then the mortality rate, there's been about, what, 1,800 deaths from it? That's only 2.25% of all the people infected have actually died. There are more people killed by the common cold and the flu than the total number of people infected with coronavirus. I think more, I heard something like more people were killed by vending machines falling on them last year than the coronavirus. Or dragons or something like that. But, yeah, it's really nothing, you know. And if you travel again, maybe take uh, take precautions, whatever you can do to stay stay healthy. And if you have the coronavirus, I guess, you know, don't travel. Stay at home until you get uh, until you get cured. Speaking of travel, our next guest, by the way, I don't know why we have all these guests in one day, but it's crazy. Uh, but our next guest, you may know her. You may not. Probably you do. You hear her on the radio all the time. And she also travels extensively for work and pleasure. Uh, give it up for Allie McDeal, first of all. Allie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for being here. We appreciate yeah, thanks it. thanks for having me. We're going to talk about why you're here in just a minute, but you were just actually talking about going to um, going to California, and you just got back from somewhere, too, right? Where did you go? Um, well, I've been all over the place. Vegas. Yeah. Vegas, right. Yeah, we were in Vegas. We were in Antarctica. Antarctica. Which, it turns out there's no coronavirus in Antarctica. No, I know, Look at right? This. Six like, countries, it's not in this area, continent. It's not on the seventh continent. There they, we go. Get, they get penguins and no coronavirus. Like, why, like don't we all, why don't we all just live there? But when you travel now or when you think about traveling are you are you going to be wearing masks when you get on the plane because that's the new hip thing uh no and the reason for that is first of all when you wear a surgical mask you wear a surgical mask if you are infected not to prevent yourself from being infected well that was the big question yeah and um well speaking to medical doctors that's what they say so you wear the mask when you have something that you don't want other people to catch but it's not going to prevent you from actually contracting a virus um especially if you're buying like the masks that you get at like walgreens you would really need to get a surgical grade mask from a hospital and even then i mean it, it's got to go over your nose and mouth for it to be effective, and yeah. you're, it's not going to stop you from catching something. It stops you from helps stop the spread. 
I would like to get logoed, Matt, like with the Mark K Show logo on it. So if you're going to wear a mask. With a big mouth? At least, or not even that. Just like my big head. I guess we could do the big mouth. Yeah, like a big mouth and yeah. then this is Mark K. So it looks like okay. you're screaming and yeah. then my logos. And you could get best bet ones. You I know? love that. Do people at the, because uh, Allie McDeal, you know, also you know, best bet poker show on that other station. And also she's a professional poker player and consultant. You spend a lot of time at best bet. Are people there? Do you, do you notice that they're wearing masks at all? Um, some people do. Yes. Not. It, I feel like it's not is people don't do it as much, mm. I guess, especially around this particular area. And kind of to your point, like you said, there's not a lot of cases here in the United States. Right. And also to your point, the, the biggest thing that people have to remember to the gentleman that just called is that, um, you know, you have to look at it in terms of how many deaths are there really, right? Yeah. Like people get sick all the time. It all happens the time. all the time. It's just a virus. Um, I think that the flu is far more dangerous to our country than the coronavirus is in any capacity. And yeah. so that's something to really remember. And, you know, you can't, obviously you can't, you can get a flu shot, but they can only protect sure. you against strains that have already happened, not the new ones. Look at so, that. You're like a poker and medical expert. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's, but that's the biggest issue. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the coronavirus um, surrounding the World Series of Poker, and yeah. there's been a lot of... That's coming up in July. Uh, yeah, it starts at the end of May, runs all the way through July, but uh -huh. there's a lot of controversy because, I mean, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that all gather in one place from all over the world. Right. I mean, you literally have, you know, just in the main event alone, I think last year they had like 276 countries yeah. that represented uh, the World Series just in one event. So um, they're pushing a lot right now to try to get them to either cancel to postpone um, just for the safety of everybody who's traveling. There's no word on that yet from the World Series, so I don't know what that's going to look like. I will say this. If you ever go to Best Bet, and I go there often, uh, they have hand sanitizer everywhere. Like you, I mean, It is a very clean place. They have hand sanitizer when you walk in. They have hand sanitizer at the cage. They have hand sanitizer at the you here there in the bathrooms. Very clean place. I never could get concerned at all about, I mean, I get concerned about losing my money. Right. Like, if I get sick, it's I, because... You should be worried more about that. It's more likely yeah. that that will happen than catching the coronavirus. If I get, <laughs> if I get sick there, it's because I, I lost way too much, uh, than I, more than I wanted to. Uh, all right, anyway, so you're probably wondering, why is Allie here? Well, tonight, there's a big poker tournament that I'm involved with, and I thought I was, like, the lead celebrity. Turns out I'm not. There's bigger names there. It's for a fantastic cause, and uh, in just a minute, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you how you can... Because you're still, like, registration's not closed, right? No, so, well, right now, you can't register online, but you can still come and walk up and and register and okay. you're welcome to do that so right, um that'll be great we're going to get into what it is where it is who's going to be there and uh if you want to play how you can do that too quick break more of the mark K show ally mcdeal we're going to be talking about this big poker tournament tonight here in just a minute so stay tuned to 104.5 wokv My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045. And we got, we're like lousy with guests today. Usually we have nobody that wants to hang out with us today. Everybody does. Uh, we just spoke with Ryan Anderson, son of a digger, who's in town for the Monster Jam, which is Saturday night. And tonight at Best Bet Monument Road in Jacksonville, uh, Allie McDeal joins us to talk about this uh, amazing poker tournament, which is all in for STEM, which I believe benefits some kind of STEM. It does. So all the proceeds, um, it's $125 to buy in. Yeah. Um, they get you food and drinks, and um, all the proceeds are used for STEM initiatives in the Jacksonville area. So it, it, For people that don't know what STEM is, tell STEM, them. STEM, science, technology, math, and engineering. That's right. Or so, engineering and math. Or engineering and math. Yeah. If, we, if you spell it properly, right. it would go that way. It's for STEMI. It's, it's yeah. for STEMI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it's, I, you know, I like this. I like this type of a tournament that mm -hmm. benefits this particular area because yeah. I feel like poker really supports all of those all of those things, right? Oh, like yeah. there's I feel like you could make an argument for every piece of it that exists sure. for STEM. And so it's a good thing to um to beef up on. But it you know, the all the proceeds are used by the YMCA, mm -hmm. um the Williams YMCA, which is off of San Jose. So the Mandarin community, um they're they have an incredible STEM program there that is great for children. It's also really good that they use some of the funds for um, summer camps. So people that um, maybe they only participate 
with the Y during the summer for their children, right. that's going to give them the opportunity for some great STEM programs there as well. All right. Now, this is and this isn't like a series. I mean, this isn't like, you know, the World Series. You can go and be a moderate or have never played before and just yes. have a good time. Right. Yeah. So registration opens at six and play starts at seven. Uh, we will give poker lessons at six thirty. So, mm-hmm. you know, you do not need to know anything at all about the me, game. You can master poker in 30 minutes. You really can, especially <laughs> if you play like Mark. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I, I resemble that remark. <laughs> you do resemble that remark. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really great time. It's a it's a great way to network, a good yeah. way to just cut loose, have a couple, you know, have a couple drinks, have some sushi, have some good food. Right. And, and you just, can win money. Like, I mean, seriously, the pri- there's prize money involved, right? Or is it a trip or something? There's there's not prize money, oh, okay, but there but are prizes. What so are some of the prizes you could win? So there's tons of stuff. So we have concert tickets. Concert there tickets. are tournament bucks, which tournament is basically bucks. like cash, right? Yeah. So um, you can use that for any tournament that you'd like to play in. Um, we have first place will be a one year premium subscription for poker coaching with Jonathan Little. Mm-hmm. So he has one of the largest, most vast poker coaching um, programs available. Um, So he was very generous to donate that, and that has about a $1,200 value on it. So that's that's first place. Um, We also have some Thrive gift certificates. We have wine. We have, I mean, I love Thrive. Yes. The list is very, very long. I love wine, too, so so that's good. Yeah, so pretty much it means that um, we want you to invite you out, have a good time, network, socialize, and win something. Now, there's there's another aspect to this. There's what's called celebrity bounties. And those of you that have come to, you know, our own K's Kids Tournament at Christmas time, the ho-ho hold'em, you know about the celebrity bounty base. Basically, celebrities come and they sit at the table and they play. And if you knock them out of the tournament, you get what's called a bounty prize. And there's a couple of you said Josh Scobie, former Josh Scobie kicker for the Jaguars. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, he used to be the biggest name, but now I think I've surpassed him in some aspects. Yeah. You know, or I maybe it's different. Yeah, I think well, you guys are just on a different platform. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. Uh, so he'll be there. And then I, of course, am another celebrity bounty. And I was, I guess, falsely under the I was under the impression that I was probably the biggest celebrity you name, name that you invited to this tournament. But I found out just moments ago that you have an even bigger TV celebrity and musical phenom uh, who is going to be participating in this poker tournament as well. Yes. Who is that? William Hung. So for those of you who don't know who William Hung is, he is the guy that sang She Bang for his American Idol audition. I'm so If you don't remember this, if you weren't an American Idol fan or whatever, William Hung went on to become probably, you know, I guess Kelly Clarkson won that year or whatever. But he was the second most popular person on that show that year. Yes, he was. He came back out for the finale. He sang with, like, Ricky Martin. He went on tour. He had a Christmas album. And now he's going to be in jail. That is why I know. What is he even doing now? Is he still singing? He's well. I mean, sort of. He's mostly doing. He's mostly talking. He's yeah. giving speeches and things like that, motivational right. speeches, and telling people how to like build their podcast and whatnot. So, he actually he lives in L.A. Wow. He just had a nice run in the LAPC, huh. um, which is a poker tournament out at the Commerce. Who knew? And he, yeah. So he's here. He's been playing poker. He played okay. on the live stream last night, which All is right. kind of fun. Listen, if I knock William Hung out of this tournament, what do I win? What's his prize? I can't tell you. Why not? Because it has to be a surprise. <sighs> I, I'm going. I'm I, can't, gunning, I can't have you, you know, targeting him. I'm gunning for him. Uh, Josh Scobie, William Hung, me, Ali McDeal, food, drinks, prizes, poker, and it's all at Best Bet tonight. Uh, registration at what time? Registration starts at six. Play right. will start at seven, so you can come anytime uh, before the rebuy period is over. The rebuy period will be open for the first three levels, so I right. would say about seven forty-five. And how much is the tournament? The tournament is one hundred and twenty-five dollars uh, with rebuys of twenty dollars a piece. And I'm telling you, it all goes to. Uh, STEM, which is a fantastic, I mean, if you have kids, like my kids are huge into STEM, they do STEM projects, they do STEM competitions, and you're right, you know, our science teachers are like, they could be engineers, they could be technicians, they could be doctors, they're learning great stuff, I go, they could be professional gamblers with the knowledge that they're learning in the STEM program, (laughs) and we need more of those. We do. Uh, 855-7651, Allie, thanks so much for coming in, we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, I'll see you tonight. Hold on, what's the dress, what's the attire? Casual. Okay, what's William Hung wearing? Probably casual, I would guess casual. I don't know. I may have to. Maybe I may you'll come to, in a costume. Maybe. I have to send him a text and be like, what are you wearing tonight? Everybody wants to know. <laughs> just, yeah. I'll tweet oh, out. <laughs> do you have a, can you text William Hong right now and just say, what are you wearing? <laughs> no. And, yes, I will. Right, I will. Right. I will. Double dog dare you to go as Bluegrass Boy. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God.
my gosh. Yeah. 855-765-1045. A quick break. Uh, coming up, we got a bunch more people that want to talk about the coronavirus. Because, I mean, that's enough. That's enough topic. And we also do still have some uh, some what the bleep we got to get to here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Man, can you imagine going to, like, the Starbucks or just your local grocery store, and you got allergies, and you're coughing or you're sneezing? And they refuse to, you know, um, serve you. I don't know if they would refuse. I mean, I guess maybe. I guess maybe that could happen. My wife just texted me. She's at the grocery store right now. She said somebody's walking around wearing a mask. And I said, don't buy anything that she's touched. <laughs> if she's, if, if she's like, you know, oh, these apples look good. Ah, no, I've changed my mind. Just keep walking. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is that? This has been a big. This has been a big topic. I mean, this is something. Donald Trump, President of the United States, Donald Trump, yesterday called a press conference at six o'clock p.m. I mean, we're almost prime time, and he spoke about it for a good thirty forty minutes. He uh, had Mike Pence, who's now in charge of it, the Vice President of the United States, now in charge of taking over the uh, the coronavirus, I guess, task force, which includes the CDC and and the um, and the uh, Department of Health and Human Services and all these other organizations. And Donald Trump went out there and said, "Look, here's where we." Here's what we know. Right now, we're really well situated to handle this. Right now, we do not have this outbreak. We do not have this pandemic. Here's what we know. Go out there, wash your hands. You know, be healthy, be smart. Uh, you know, if you're don't touch the handrails, he said, You'd, anything your doctor would tell you to fend off the flu virus is exactly what you need to do to fend off the coronavirus. And if you feel like you may have the coronavirus, if you have any of the symptoms, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. They can test you, and then they can give you a treatment plan. And again, it's really only deadly if you've already, uh, if you're already in a situation where you're elderly or or you're a transplant patient or anything else. If you're in that situation where you are already uh, have a, a weakened immune system, then I mean, basically, you know, that's the only time that it really, really, as far as we know, becomes fatal. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Linda in Ponte Vedra Beach. How you doing, Linda? Wonderful, thank you. Oh, good. What do you want to say? I just wanted to say when they talk about this situation, health and Bernie Sanders, with the universal health care thing, it isn't working out well to have government health care in China, is it? And then the next thing I'd say is I'm going to get concerned when I see Congress spread out of D.C., then I'll know I need to panic. Yeah, when, you say, when all of a sudden you walk, when you turn on C-SPAN and all the Congress people are wearing masks, that's when you know you've got an issue. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Look, it's, it, I mean, Italy is, seems to it seems to be China and Italy uh, that have been the biggest um, that have been the biggest problems so far, and that's because of of the tourism industry, and that's because of you know some of the uh, the open border policies that they have, and that's where they're I mean they're really looking to 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 put a lid on it. The Pope himself had to call off. Um, some services and some events with the public because he was not feeling well. He, you know, he shakes people's hands. He kisses people all the time. He's the Pope. But uh, for whatever reason, he, he fell ill. And now he's like, look, I don't want to I don't want to risk infection of myself and I don't want to risk infecting anyone else. Mike on the West Side. Hi, Mike. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. I've been following this uh, virus thing really close. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi's on TV right now, and she said the only thing the Democrats have in mind for the public is H, H, and H, which is health, health, and health. Yeah, right. Yeah. Trump, Trump's no good, and we're great. But this guy that's got the uh, virus in California that they found, well, he's in, so I looked it all up. He's in Solano County. The courts have re recently ruled in California all cities are sanctuary cities. This guy's in the sanctuary city. We don't know who's coming over our borders if we don't stop them when they're sneaking in. It's been known that Chinese, Vietnamese, you know, not only Guatemalans and people from Central America, they're all coming in. How do we know somebody didn't come over the border there that the Democrats don't want a wall and pass it on? This guy wasn't out of the country, and he wasn't in contact with anybody that was. But here you go. All he had to do was walk in a gas station or a grocery store 
after this guy just left and touched the doorknob or God knows what, and there you go. Yeah, look, I mean, there's, I mean, there's definitely a huge, there's definitely a huge call about border security whenever you have a pandemic, and and you know, even not not just the border security at the southern border, where let's face it, disease, drugs, there's so many reasons to shut down that, that border on a, almost on a almost on a weekly basis but the uh the other issue is the the airline flights from china and from these other places and, and you know remember, remember what happened when donald trump wanted to uh wanted to vet people coming from from islamic countries and everybody just had a conniption fit and they they called him a racist and they sued and then of course they lost at the highest level of the supreme court um and donald trump was completely within his rights to do so to protect people from that and you know it, it all boils down to the same thing when you want to when you want to stop anything coming into the country whether it is a a person a terrorist organization or a disease you shut down the border uh but when you're donald trump and you say anything about shutting down the border i mean it's a it's a new level of insanity it's a new level of in, a level of insanity that ensues in uh in the left whenever you say that hey thanks so much for calling me appreciate it eddie in saint augustine how you doing eddie hey thanks for having me on my on your show mark sure um just a, a little insight on uh, the debate the other night to change a uh, little topic. Uh, you know, you see Bernie Sanders touting how great Castro was for uh, the people of Cuba. Well, I was in the Coast Guard in the 1980s in the Keys, and I saw life at its most precious point trying to escape that regime and for for him to say stuff about how great cuba was it just blows my mind um there were thousands and thousands of cubans that lost their lives uh during that period of time and uh he should be he should be ashamed of himself or even putting in the mind of anybody that it was a good thing socialism yeah. sucks and it did uh, I have a lot of good Cuban friends. A lot of them I saved their lives, but a lot of them, unfortunately, as a Coast Guardsman during the 80s in Isla Morada, we picked up a lot of bodies that people were trying to flee that country. Yeah. And uh, he needs to respect that. And the Cuban people, I'm sure, are not going to take this well. No, not at all, especially the ones that vote here in Florida. He's basically lost Florida. Um, and, and thanks so much for the call. We appreciate you doing that. We should remind you also, Saturday, don't forget, I mean, in, in the midst of all this corona talk, we still do have an election going on. And there are a uh, there are a bunch of candidates who are still in South Carolina because Saturday is the day. Saturday is when they're going to go to the polls and they are going to try to uh, figure out which one of these Democrats they want to give their their delegates to. And, and, you know, it looks like Joe Biden could pull out a win here. It could still be Bernie Sanders. Tom Steyer is doing very well. A lot of people are saying that he's a big spoiler for someone like like Joe Biden. But I mean, the, the it doesn't matter because. And none, not one of these people is electable when you look at the competition, when you look at Donald Trump and when you look at the base that he has and the excitement that he's been able to rally around his base and around his candidacy once again for and around his presidency. You know, that's the thing. Donald, the president always has the upper hand going into an election. I don't care who they are. The president, that's why so many presidents have been elected to two terms because the majority of the time the country is is usually in decent shape and and depending on what's going on with the base people fear change you know they don't necessarily want change so the president the sitting president will always have the benefit of the doubt and will always have the upper hand going into a re-election campaign now when you couple that with a president that's as popular as donald trump nationwide 50 percent is his job approval rating. I mean, this is a president who has been impeached by Congress, who has stood trial in the Senate, and is still 50% of the country is saying, ah, you know what, he's doing a great job. So they definitely, they definitely need to be scared uh, on the left-hand side of the aisle. And on a, in addition to all of that, the other issue you have is that you don't have a strong candidate going up against him. You've got Joe Biden, who thinks he's running for the Senate, who doesn't half the time know where he is, who just the other day said 150 million people have been killed by guns in this country, which is a ha like half the population of the country. He can't get his facts straight. Then you've got Bernie Sanders, who's basically a communist. And then you've got, you know, everybody else on the stage. One is a former Republican who's a billionaire. One's a billionaire who wants to give reparations. Two of them are women, one of whom nobody's ever heard of. And the other one, he lies about her, her heritage and her ancestry to get free money for college. So not a lot of strong contestants going up against a very strong president. 855-765-1045. All right, before we get out of here, it's Thursday. We have to play What the Bleep. 855 
855-765-1045. If you want to play, we got a Marquee Show prize pack going out for you. 855-765-1045. Two contestants. What the bleep is coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. came out wrong. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Hey, thanks for being here. 855-765-1045. All right, before we leave, there's one more thing we have to do, and we do it every Thursday. It's called What the Bleep, and it is just one of our, it's one of our, I don't know about Hannah, but it's one of my favorite things in the entire world. No, it's my favorite. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, all right, good. Well, there you go. Look at that. We have that in common. And uh, we're going to get a couple contestants. The first contestant is Eric in Jacksonville. How you doing, Eric? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Love your show. Oh, Eric, thank you so much. I appreciate that, man. I'm glad I'm glad you got through. Uh, you're going to be playing against William today, also in Jacksonville. How you doing, William? Great. Love your show, too, Mark. Oh, good. Look at that. Man, everyone's kissing butt today. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, here's how this works. We have a bunch of clips from the past week, and we're uh, going to play you the clip. We've taken one word, just one word, and bleeped it out. And what happens is uh, we play you the clip. You tell us what word we bleeped. If you're correct, if you if you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a Mark K Show prize pack. Does that sound cool? Let's cool. do it. All right, let's do this. Eric, we're going to start with you. We're going to start with you. You get the first clip. Listen carefully. This is Joe Biden from the debate last night, or the other night, rather, in South Carolina. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? All right, here All we right. go. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Wait, I hit the wrong button. Let me try hitting the right button. Here we go. I know how you f*** me off all the time, Mr. but I'm not going to be quiet anymore, okay? Mr. Steyer. Okay, I'm so sorry. I was going, let me play that. I'll play that for you one more time. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. All right. I know how you f*** me off all the time, but I'm not going to be quiet anymore, okay? Mr. Steyer. What What do you think Joe Biden said in that debate, Eric? I think, like, cut. I know you cut me off all the time. Cut me off. Let's hope that's what it was. I know how you cut me off all the time, but I'm not going to be quiet anymore, okay? Mr. Steyer. Oh, so he, uh, with Joe Biden, though, it could be anything. So you definitely want to. Oh, you never know. Yeah, you never do. Congratulations, Eric. You got a point. William, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. This is Michael Bloomberg, also at the debate Tuesday night in South Carolina. Listen carefully and tell us what Mayor Bloomberg said. What the bleep? Here we go. I really am surprised that all of these, uh, my fellow uh, uh, um, up here, I guess would be the right word for it, <laughs> even nobody pays attention to the clock. What? 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 Contestants? Yes. Uh, all right, let's take a listen. I really am surprised that all of these, uh, my fellow uh, uh, contestants up oh, here, I guess would be the right word for it, given nobody pays attention to the clock. Yeah, to the clock. Good job, William. You're on the board. Oh, you guys are killing this one today. You guys are good at this. All right, here we go. Next up, this is uh, former mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, talking on CNN or something. Eric, listen carefully and tell us what the bleep, okay? Okay. Here we go. I think all of them came to the idea late. The idea of f***ing the former president is right. really popular. The Democrat, not exactly what the way to the nomination. Mm. Whoa. Uh, can you play one more time? Yeah, listen carefully. Here we go. I think all of them came to the idea late. The idea of f***ing the former president is right. really popular. The Democrat, not exactly uh, what the way to the nomination. No, I think all of them. Oh, that's not how you get the nomination. Uh, what do you think? What the bleep? Uh, I'm going to say dissing. 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 Let's take a listen. I think all of them came to the idea late. The idea of attacking the former oh, president was right. really popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Democrat, yeah, yeah, not yeah. exactly what the way to the nomination. No, that was close. That was a form of dissing, but that's not it. All right, no problem. You're still tied up. William, are you ready for the next one? Ready. This is our own Rich Jones from Jacksonville's Morning News. Uh, listen up and carefully. Uh, listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Bernie Sanders took a lot of sh in last night's South Carolina debate and dealt some as well. <laughs> what, what, what do you think, William? Uh, I would say shift. You would say shift? It, they took a lot of shift. A lot of shift. All right, here we go. Like you know, I go oh, shift. I got it. Let's like take Adam a shift. I got it. Like Adam, I got <laughs> we better stop saying that before one of us screws up. Here we go. Let's take a listen and see what Rich actually said. Bernie Sanders took a lot of shots in last night's oh, South Carolina debate. Yeah. Dealt some as well. Yeah, he, he took a lot of shots. That's okay. Oh, we're still tied up. Uh, next up, here we go. This is, Eric, this is for you. This is, wait a minute. Is that right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, uh, this is Tommy Laren. Uh The other night she was discussing something or other. She likes to talk a lot. Um, and she, we have her listen carefully. Oh, this is about California. This is about California and voter fraud. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Are you ready, Eric? 
Ready. Here we go. It's funny, though, that although people are f***ing the state of California, the voter rolls are incredibly bolstered this year. So interesting how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, that is interesting. What do you think she said? Well, I, I know what she'd like to say, but I'm going to say fleeing. You're going to say fleeing. Fleeing. <laughs> Let's take a listen. It's funny, though, that although people are fleeing the state of California, the voter rolls are incredibly bolstered this year. So interesting how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. All right, there we go, Eric. You pulled ahead with that one. William, you can tie it up. And in the event of a tie, what we do is we just give you both prizes. So listen carefully. Uh, and if you get this one right, you will also win. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. This is President Donald Trump speaking yesterday about the coronavirus. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. I said, are you well? He says, no. <laughs> he said, I have the worst fever and the worst flu. And he's f***ing and kissing me. So I said, excuse me. I went and I started washing my hands. What did the president say there, William? Oh, I heard him say it. He, he, he said he started kissing him or he began kissing him. Listen to it one more time. Here it is. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. <laughs> He said, I have the worst fever and the worst flu. And he's f***ing and kissing me. Uh, Aiden started kissing him? Let's take a listen and see what he said. I said, are you well? He says, no. <laughs> he said, I have the worst fever and the worst flu. And he's hugging and kissing me. Oh. So I said, excuse me. I went and I started watching my head. Hugging and kissing. He was hugging and kissing him, and that's why he had to go wash his head. That's okay. Great job, Eric. Congratulations. You're our big winner today. You got yourself a Mark Cannon Show prize. I know. Thank you for listening, man. We appreciate it. Hang tight. We're gonna uh, we're gonna hook you up with that. Everybody else, thanks so much for listening. Listen, if you want to come party with me, Josh Scobie, and William Hung, we're gonna be at best. <laughs> yeah, there's a threesome for you. Me, Josh Scobie, and William Hung. Uh, we'll be partying with Ali McDeal at the best bet all in for STEM tournament. $125 registration starts at 6 p.m. tonight at Best Bet. Tons of great prizes for you to win. And uh, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow is Fake News Friday right here on the Mark K Show. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.